Hello. Welcome. Whatever it may be, podcast with me, Donovan Klempnar, attorney at law. <laughs> Just kidding. We are on Tuesday, probably the last Tuesday in December, which means it's the last Tuesday of 2021. How are we feeling? Are we anticipating a better year in 2022? Let me know. I'm anticipating a year of sponsors and uh, a, a, this little podcast to do well. 2021, shit year. It can go in the trash. Fuck it. Done with it. Not talking about it. How was yours? Uh, asked you guys what you wanted me to talk about on the podcast this week. An alarming number of you said yourself. Uh, your answer was me and me. And I thought to myself, okay, well, I've never met you. Don't have any life experiences with you, and here you want me to do a, a segment about you. Don't know you. Even one of my friends, I was like, what? Okay, Rocky. We went hiking. That was fun. What do I talk about? Some of you said they wanted uh, some stories from my childhood. Here's one. When I was younger, I stuck a piece of corn up my nose. Didn't understand the concept of blowing my nose outward. And so my mom had to take me to the hospital where they, they pulled it out manually. There you go. ba da ba ba da ba that's a story from my childhood. Uh, it's cold in Vegas. Super cold. We're coming live from Vegas. Live from Vegas. It's me. I've always been live from Vegas. It's, uh, that's where I live. It's cold. It's getting so cold. Went to the uh, pet stop. Pet stop. Pit stop? Pet stop. Pet boys. Went to the pet store the other day. Petco, something like that. And I was I was uh, really, really eyeing out this yellow koi fish. For those of you who don't know, I have a pond, and it's got 12 fish in it, 12 beautiful fish, one large koi and a couple of large goldfish and some small koi. But I go to the pet shop, and I see this yellow, beautiful koi. I mean, this thing is highlighter yellow. Beautiful. And I asked the lady, I said, uh, is that, uh, that, that fish, because you always like to check. I said, is that fish good for a pond? And this is probably 100% true, but the way she answered was more in the demeanor of, yeah, but I don't want to do anything. She said, yeah, but it's really cold. It's hard for them to acclimate to the cold weather, so it's probably good that you don't get it. <laughs> I said, okay, fine. I won't. But that thing better be alive when this warmer weather comes back in. Because I want it. She uh, obviously was having a bad day at her job, so I won't fault her for it. But also, she could be completely right, and it's bad to put fish in cold water, uh, you know, without getting them acclimated to the weather, because it's fucking cold here in Vegas. I know it's hard to believe, but it's freezing. So freezing. Uh, I got COVID not too long ago, as you guys know. That sucked. That was awful. Then shortly after, I was nausea-driven uh, with pains in my stomach and my head and my headache and I couldn't fucking sleep. I haven't been sleeping correctly. I'm currently running on very little amounts of sleep, but I'm here because I said I would be and because, because I love you and you love me. And, um, here's a couple of TV shows that I should, I think should be TV shows, but they're not. Here's a couple of ideas, uh, straight off the top of the head. An astronomer slash astrologist gets COVID and has to work from home. While he's working from home, he brings all of his gear there, including his telescope. There's an abnormal shift in the galactic sphere. So he is asked to um, 
take a look at it. And he, he has to bring his work to his house. He lives in Vegas, by the way. A little bit off the strip. As he's working, trying to figure out more about the stars and some astrological mischiefs that has been happening, his telescope gets kind of aimed toward one of the bigger hotels in Vegas. It gets there because he knocks it with his elbow. Whatever the case may be, he looks down and he sees inside the window his wife is cheating on him. Struck by this and, and completely hurt, he moves it slightly to the right where he witnesses a murder happening in another room. Mm. Struck with a moral obligation to be upset about his wife's infidelity and how to address her about it. And also with the responsibility of seeing a murder that has to be reported, he doesn't know what to do. And he knows that he will need his wife's help in an effort to figure this thing out. So all along the series, he keeps it a secret that he knows what she's been doing. So he can figure out this murder. Come to find out, at towards the end of the series, of course, spoiler alert, if you watch it in the future, when it's a real thing, because I'm going to write it. Comes to find out at the end that the person that was murdered was murdered wrongfully. And the person that was supposed to be murdered was the man his wife was cheating on him with. It's crazy. Wild stuff. What's the other idea I had the other day? Ooh. You guys think of names for that one that I just wrote, that I just talked about. Because that'd be a great show. Maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe it'd be stupid. But I feel like writers can add to it and make it really good. Another idea is a guy who comes down with uh, terminal cancer and he has just a few months to live and that is when he chooses to start therapy to kind of help him through his last days and making the best of it and trying to figure out his life. His therapist works on this with the understanding that he will die shortly and in the meantime, the therapist learns more about themselves than the patient does because they learn from somebody who's terminally ill. And each session is a different revelation and we open and expand upon this person's life and what it was and the lack thereof for the future. By the end of it, we also realize that the therapist is a cancer survivor. <sighs> Think of a name for it. <clears throat> Think of a name for it. It'd be great. It's just a little segment I like to, to call shows that aren't shows, but they should be. And those would both probably be on HBO Max or Hulu. A little darker, you know? Um, man, I've got so many other ideas, but I don't know if I should just give all my ideas away. And those might be shit to you. You might be like, those are fucking terrible. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Got some exciting guests coming up. Been speaking to a lot of people about being guests on the podcast. And now that we have a, a formidable professional setup, we're going to make that happen. And um, I'm really excited about that, actually. One thing that I'm particularly not excited about is the state of the world right now. It's crazy, guys. Don't look up. Don't look up. Which is a great movie, by the way. You should watch the movie. Don't look up. 
Um, but it, it's it's wild. I read in the news today about a 14-year-old arrested um, at a convenience store in Texas for shooting three people. Uh, four people. Three of them died, actually. 14-year-old suspect in a Sunday night shooting that killed three teens and wounded another at a Texas convenience store was arrested on an outstanding warrant, authorities said. As of 30 minutes ago, we have made an arrest. Someone that we suspect to be the shooter, he is 14 years old, a teenager. Garland Police Chief Jeff Bryan announced Monday afternoon during a news conference. Bryan later clarified that the suspect had not yet been charged in the slayings, but he was arrested for an outstanding warrant. What is going on? Guys, what is happening? Teenagers. What? I mean, this is not like a a rare thing. It happens. You know, kids shooting kids, teens shooting teens, people shooting people. But it's just like, why, why, you know, I mean, also, I don't know if you guys heard about the, um, you guys should look this up if you haven't. I can't remember his name. Something kid, sin kid, maybe. I don't know. There was a TikToker that made a lot of TikToks, got super popular. I think he had a million something followers, maybe a little less, a little more, give or take. He was a funny guy. Made funny content and uh, Jin Kid might be his name, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. Something like that. I would only saw him on my For You page a couple of times and my buddy Vincent had worked with him. This is how I knew who he was. Then it came out that he basically installed an app on his daughter's iPad or his kid's iPad. I don't want to mess that up. Could be a son. He installed an app on their iPad to where remotely he could log into the iPad and listen to what is going on around the iPad itself. Uh, He then heard another man in the apartment when he wasn't there, who he assumed to be his wife's lover, went to the apartment and killed both of them. And then went to go pick his daughter up from school. Was apprehended on the way back from picking his daughter up from school and arrested and he's, he's, he's awaiting trial, I guess, or he's had trial, but insane. But it just goes to show you, you watch these people on a daily basis, any of them could be fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. There's so much shit that we don't see in, the, in the, the relevance of social media. You find somebody, you're influenced by them, you're you know taken by them, you're heavily into them. But you only see what they post. I cannot stress this enough because I'm somebody that suffers from it as well. You only see what I post. You have no idea what is going on in my life. And as much as you want to assume because you take little bits of this and that, it's so much fuckery for you to be like, oh, this guy posted a 15 second video. I pretty much know exactly who the fuck he is. Not true. No, that's not to say I'm a, I'm a fucking bad guy or I'm going to, you know, kill somebody because of infidelity or anything like that. But there's things that happen. There's things that go on in daily life of influencers. And I say that with air quotes. That you'll just never know about. And this guy was obviously dealing with some shit. There's no justifiable reason why he did what he did. But we would have never known based on the things that he posts because you don't know him. You only know what he posts. And I think a lot of this parasocial connectivity where people just kind of attach themselves to an entity and think, 
you know, wow, I can either put this person on a pedestal or take them off of it or expect them to do no wrong. Leads to a lot of the bullshit theories of, well, this person's obviously awful because they made a mistake. Granted, his mistake was awful and it does make him an awful person for doing what he did. Uh, but, you know, that's a very high and, and much darker situation than what usually gets scathed on the Internet, in my opinion. I see so many people on people's posts commenting the worst, most like just the, the most dog shit comments bashing people that have done n- nothing wrong. Of course, maybe their content might not be great or they might be posting something with like some kind of crazy, unaccomplished sense of of you know, confidence and, and, you know, it's like, wow, I can't believe they posted that or whatever, but just keep scrolling, you know, keep scrolling. If somebody's posting something and they're doing something like on the internet, that is obviously like a detriment to society. Like, you know, they're obviously posting something that's either like, you know, lies and, and, you know, making kids believe one thing or it's just bad for the realm of what kids are consuming or the world is consuming, not just kids. Of course, like, let them know, like, hey, maybe don't do this shit. But like to go and fucking go out of your way to say some shit like, yo, this ain't funny or, yo, you suck or, yo, maybe you should get a day job or maybe this one should have stayed in the drafts. I get it on some posts. I really, I truly do. But if it's something that's so harmless and you do it, it's, it's the equivalent of you literally walking down a strip of restaurants and you're hungry. And the one you decide to eat at is at the end. But you walk into every one before that just to tell the staff, hey, I don't like this place. I'm not going to eat here. It sucks. Did you have to do that? Or could you just fucking kept walking and go to the restaurant that you wanted? Absolutely. You could have done that. Anyway, that's me talking about the internet. The internet's so crazy to me. I I literally, I'm like in this kind of weird position where not only did I come from a time where the internet was only like emails and chat rooms on AOL and you didn't have like this interpersonal connectivity on your phones and this kind of biological imperative to always check for likes and validation from people. But I'm also somebody who grew into it because of what I do. So whereas to this type of technology, software, apps, whatever you want to call it, would have literally made my head explode in high school because it was so far from existent. As soon as it came out, I not only adapted to it, but I gained a large following off of it. And, you know, YouTube was out before Vine. And a lot of people are like, yo, Jay, why don't you do YouTube, man? You'd you'd be great on YouTube. To be honest, I tried it like here and there, but I just didn't want to conform to the formula because I was lazy. And I also just didn't get it. But when Vine came out, I was like, yo, can you be funny in six seconds? And if you could, why the fuck not? And so it created a lot of like creators that, you know, understand that, you know, soul is the brevity of wit and comedy can be finished in six seconds. And some people made a career out of it, including myself. And some people were extremely hilarious and did so many funny things and went on to do even better things after it. 
But what it didn't have, which is crazy because TikTok does have this, is a For You page. A curation of content that's based on things that have nothing to do with actual talent or skill, but a series of numbers and likes and digital high fives. And what I mean by that is I don't want to take anything from TikTok because TikTok has a lot of great creators, a lot of very funny people, a lot of very talented people in all aspects. Rather than just comedy or music, it's like across the board, there's a lot of talented ass people on there. But on Vine, it's like you really had to kind of do something that was notable in a sense of this will be seen because of how good it is. And that's it. And that's the difference. You know, TikTok kind of has this for you page where all you got to do is try because you see how many people get on there and they're handed these careers by being absolutely nowhere near suitable for on-camera work. And it sucks because, you know, people either hype them up, amp them up, or, you know, just, just make a mockery of them by continuing to let them be famous. And it's kind of crazy. And, you know, TikTok is so much like, there's a large percentage of it that's driven based on something someone else created. People that are making entire careers off of doing things from the sounds of content that other people made, which is crazy. So I would venture to say that TikTok, TikTok is an app of recreation and not creation. Uh, even though there's a lot of people on there creating many, many awesome things. I, I think that the... <sighs> kind of indigenous purpose of TikTok and what is built inside of it to do well is more along the lines of recreation. And that's not to say that original content doesn't thrive because it does. But whereas somebody might be pouring their heart and soul out in their music or their comedic content and really making groundbreaking quality stuff all it takes is for somebody else to do something completely goofy to a sound that was already made by somebody else that was creative in order to completely surpass that person's skill, intellect, and talent. Which is crazy, but it's the way of the world. I can't be bitter about it. I can just only accept it and live beside it. Um, but that's the internet in a whole. <laughs> As a whole. Uh, and I hate to get like philosophical on this podcast because it's supposed to be funny somewhat. So, um, so here's a joke. There you go. A little fart noise for you. Just to make you giggle a little bit in all this realm of insanity. Um, again, got some sponsorships that I'm in the works of, of securing and locking down. But, uh, you know, a lot of brands are still hitting me up and a lot of brands are still listening and I, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, would love to work with you. Gotta gotta give a quick shout out to Dude Wipes for sending me an awesome care package uh, with two bidets. They send me the Dude Wiper One Thousand, two of them. I've already had a bidet because I believe that uh, there is no other way to use the bathroom. Once you get a bidet and you use it frequently, it's so hard to use a bathroom without one. It's terrifying. Because you're so used to everything just being so clean and destroyed that you go back to just the dry wipe. Oh, the dry wipe. 
I can't, I can't function. You know, and I was talking to my buddy Logie in, in Brazil the other day. He lives in Brazil. And he was talking about how they don't flush toilet paper. So they rarely wipe. I mean, they probably wipe. But what they do is they, they, they wipe and then they put it into like a receptacle near the toilet. Which is crazy to me. There's no escaping that. There's no escaping that. And that's insane. Now, granted, maybe they have bidets. I don't know he didn't say anything about bidets, but that's wild. And that's wild to me because, you know, I've lived in America my whole life. And I, you know, I've, I've traveled to European countries and whatnot, but they still don't have like flushing restrictions and things like that. But they do have like bidets and, and whatnot, which is great. Um, man, if you, if you haven't experienced the bidet experience... All I can tell you is give it a try. It's amazing. Um, what else, Jeff? Come on. Think of something else. Think, think of something else. Think, think of something else. You got to think of something else. <clears throat> da, 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 da. TV. Television shows. Where are they going? Who's in them? Remember when you actually had to have like cable to watch what you wanted? And now it's strictly on, on, on streaming services. And it got me to thinking the other day. What if there was like an emergency broadcast system announcement? Would they have the go ahead and, and kind of clearance from SVODs? And by SVOD, I mean Netflix, Hulu, things like that. There's so many of them now. ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, all this stuff. Everything's a plus. Everything's a streaming service. Paramount Plus. All this stuff. If there was like an emergency broadcast message, something that literally the present president had to get out to everybody that was watching anything, do they have the clearance to make an announcement on SVODs? Like, would your binge-worthy show be interrupted for an emergency broadcast message? I, I'm, I've wondered that for a little while, and now I'm asking the question just in case anybody with authority is listening. And they're like, hey, well, actually, they do. Because how crazy would it be if you're like in the middle of, you know, your fucking Breaking Bad binge? And it's like, we interrupt this, this, <laughs> we interrupt this show about meth to tell you that there's a widespread meth epidemic and it's coming for you. Here's the president. Hey, man, this is crazy. There's meth uh, all over the place. And I, and I think, uh, you know, if you buy a bottle of spaghetti, right, and you take it, man, it's just uh, sauce. Who's going to use it? And, and then we're just like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I don't like talking about politics, but I hate that uh, when people think when people realize that you're not really a, a big Biden supporter, they automatically assume that you're a huge supporter of anything else. That sucks. That sucks. Because I'll be honest, I'm not a super big Biden guy. But I've said that I've been like, yeah, really, I really don't care for Biden. And then like some like massive Trump supporter was like, yeah, brother, just like me, me and you are similar. Uh, by the way, all Trump supporters aren't Southerners. I, I just, that's my impression of that specific guy. And I was just like, no, not really, guy. I just don't like this guy. It doesn't mean that I love your guy. 
Just means that I don't care for either one of them, really. I don't know much about politics, okay? All I know is a two-party system seems crazy. You know, you want to argue with me on that? Fine, you'll win. I'll go cry in the corner and I'll, I'll die in the shower, I guess. I, I, I don't know. It is what it is. Anyway, going to wrap this up here by saying that I love you. I appreciate you for listening. Uh, this podcast is very early, very new. So, uh, you know, give us a break. Maybe it's just something you like to listen to fall asleep to. It's, that's fine. That's soothing. Should I help you out? Can I, can I help you out? Let's listen. Let's, uh, let's get some like, uh, soothing meditation music, you know? Let's see how this sounds. Relaxing. Interested in selling printed products? No, I don't want an ad. We don't want an ad. Oh, that's what we want. Okay, here we go. I'm going to help you guys get a little bit of zen and serenity before I leave you. Thoughts. Allow your thoughts to manifest better energy in the new year. Your life is not defined by the way others live theirs. Ease your mind. Bring it back to your own reality. Eat a sandwich today. Your favorite sandwich. With your favorite cold cuts or your favorite vegan alternative. Allow yourself to love. Some of you might be riding around in your car or scooting along the mall in your one wheel. Understand that when you get back to earth, ground yourself. Take off your shoes. Go barefoot. Walk into the grass and feel the soil connected to the core of the earth and understand that beneath you, hundreds of thousands of miles beneath you is someone else in a different place with their feet on the same soil. <sighs> Honestly, what? What? I, I don't even know where that came from. But that was fucking sick. I'm probably going to listen back to that and fall asleep to it. Um, that was all me, by the way. I was talking. If you, if you guys didn't catch it, if you were like, oh, you playing a YouTube video? I played the YouTube for, for sound, for the music. And then I said all the stuff with a, a little effect on my voice. Uh, anyway, guys, I love you. I appreciate you guys supporting the podcast. Sponsors coming up. New guests coming up in the new year. This will probably be the last podcast of 2021. And to that, I say sayonara to a fucking terrible year. Make the best of what you can, when you can, while you can, where you can, because if you don't, it'll catch up to you. I love you guys. And I'll see you next time on the Whatever It May Be podcast.